Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm your host, Donna Pazant, and today we are talking about embracing the new. Embracing the new. And joining me for this chat today is my cousin, Kenyana. Kenyana, say hello to the people. Been a long time, and I'm so glad that you're back with me today. Um, for those of you who have been watching Cousin Chat from the beginning, you may have seen well, no, I know you have seen Kenyana on here with me before, and she's one of the main reasons I have a podcast in the first place because it was her suggestion to start one. So, thank you again for that, cousin. And three years later, I'm still going strong. But um, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about embracing the new today is because I just find that there are so many people who are stuck in the past. It's like they won't let themselves enjoy what's happening right now. You know, you take people, for example, who are in new relationships and they're going great, but it's like they're waiting for the bomb to drop. Like, oh, it can't be this good because the last time, you know, this... Or, or they get in situations it's like, well, I remember when. And they don't even enjoy the moment. They don't enjoy the new that's happening right now. Why do you think so many people are stuck in the past? Well, I do have to say I've done a little bit of research on this. Hmm. And it seems that apparently there have been some studies on how people have a tendency to recall bad things before recalling good things. It's our brains are actually hardwired that way, which is a little, I think a little sad. Um, but, and it's and we, and the way we do it is we kind of recall like it's a, a path that we've walked before, the disappointment, the hurt. Um, unfortunately, we find embracing new scary. And I think that's why people kind of fall back to, well, I know this road is kind of the um, dancing with the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Um, which I do, like, again, I find kind of, it's, it's sad, it's disappointing, but uh, I feel like if you're trying to do something or embrace something new, you have to have, take a chance. You have to take a chance. You have to be brave enough to open that door to something new. Um, and not saying that it's always easy, but if you know what you've been down before as a path of hurt, why wouldn't you want to try something new? Right. It makes total sense to me. You know, I'm thinking about um, self-esteem and if that's tied to feeling like you're not worthy or not qualified for something you know, and it, if that's a reason why people don't also embrace the new because they are afraid or they think that maybe they'll figure out I'm not really qualified for this, you know, just kind of just self-sabotaging themselves before they even give themselves a chance to really embrace what someone has deemed you worthy of. They didn't hire you because they thought you were unqualified. <laughs> you know, they hired you because they thought you were qualified and that you were were worthy of this position. But you know, the whole idea of thinking, "Gosh, I'm not, I'm not really good enough." They're gonna figure that out sooner or later. How does one fix that? You know, if if that is tied to self-esteem, self-esteem seems like, you know, that that's a different kind of animal to to try to build up if it's been broken down. So how does one kind of maneuver that whole thing? Like, how do you fix that? 
So actually, um, I was a part of a group who read a book about imposter syndrome, because that's actually what it's called. Um, and if I'm correct, the title is The Emperor Has No Clothes. But there's a lot of tips in that book. And I would tell people to just research because there are different articles about it as well, where like you said, you have to remember, or maybe you should make a, a, a list of the reasons why you got the job in the first place. Remember that you are qualified because like you said, if you weren't, you wouldn't have gotten the job in the first place. Now, um, I think people forget, you know, just like um, you hear all the time about how the news cycle changes very fast. I think people forget how time flows and how quickly it flows. And you forget all these things that you have achieved over amount over a certain period of time. So um, I one thing I would recommend is looking at your resume once in a while, not just to see about, you know, what else, you know, um, you can add to it, but also to look at all the accomplishments that you've gained over the years, all of the skills that you've gained over the years. You know, and then you look at it and be like, you know, wait a second, I'm pretty, pretty smart, <laughs> pretty accomplished. It's, you know, there are some times you have to give yourself or take a moment to recognize now. I think a lot of us as humans um, spend a lot of time looking either backwards or forwards we don't spend a lot of time in the present. Um, and that does, I feel like that does take practice. Um, and I have to tell you that I try to practice that a lot, just being present, um, because you should learn to enjoy every moment. And your accomplishments is a part of that. Acknowledging your accomplishments is a part of that. That's so true about being in the present. I'll just digress for a moment. I went to a concert recently and I just noticed how all these phones were up, like recording the concert instead of just being in the moment and enjoying the concert. And at that point, I put my phone away and I just decided to just enjoy the concert, to just be in the moment. I could find clips on YouTube, trust me. And it was new editions. So, right. <laughs> you know, I was able to find <laughs> clips later on, but I said, you know what, Donna, put the phone down. And I'm so busy recording, I'm missing the moment. So I, I can see how people get caught up in that. And you do have to tell yourself to just be in the moment. But you know, that that's another chat <laughs> another day, but, but it, it is necessary though, to be in the moment. So now I want to ask you a question, you know, as a parent, um, do you ever feel like you have to act like you have it all together? Like even when you don't, and I'm thinking about that because we're talking about embracing the new things that are new and you, 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 you want to go with the flow and you know, that's what we want to also tell our young people that you should do. But did, do you ever feel like while you are doing that, you're kind of putting on the face that you're doing it? And if so, ha have you ever done that? Or is that something that you find yourself doing sometimes as a parent? Like just putting on that, that face, like I got it all together. So there are times when I feel like I have to be brave so that they are not afraid of something. Mm. Um, and I think you have to kind of gauge or you said read the room, try to look at the experience or what's happening before you make that, um, take that action. I say that because there are times when I have had to say to myself, 
it's okay for them to see me vulnerable right now because I don't want them to grow thinking that oh mommy's perfect when I'm just a person like them I think because there is this there can be a letdown as a child when you become adult an adult and you look at your parents and you're like they're not the god or goddess I was acting like when they were kids. They're just people. And you start to understand. And I, I mean, some people get very disappointed by that. I, it was humbling, yes, but it was also to be very realistic. I feel like over the years I've become more, I've become less of an optimist and more of a realist. And I'm embracing that um, as a, a child of an adult parent and being a parent at the same time. Um, but I think the situation calls for like, if there's something that I'm afraid of, I don't necessarily want them to see that all the time. But then there are times where I'm very, maybe I'm sad or I'm emotional or I'm feeling sick or something and they need to see, well, you know what, you know, this is, this is part of life. You can, you're going to lose people that you love and this is what it looks like. And it's okay for you to feel that way. I don't ever want any child to feel like they cannot express a certain emotion because they're worried about how someone is going to treat them. Because in my opinion, I, I've never been the kind of person that really relied on what people thought of me. Even growing up, I just didn't care. <laughs> but um, but I, I do, I feel like um, there's, there's certain ones, you know, there's certain people you do care about how they feel about you. But overall, I feel like you should not, you should just be who you are. They can either take it or leave it. You know, if you are feeling sad about a situation, you deserve to be sad. You you deserve to feel whatever you feel at that moment. You know, you should, you deserve to be angry. You know, if you see a mass shooting, for example, or sad, or scared, all, or you you can be all of those things. So, yeah, I think as as a parent, I I feel like it's important for them to see everything you know and I will tell them later on if you know what mommy was really scared and you were scared too but I knew you could do it or I knew I could do it or we were there together yeah we try to have those conversations <laughs> I, I think that is is great because they also need to see how mommy works through things like mommy didn't stay stuck I feel this way too that means, okay, if mommy got through it, then maybe I can get through it, you know? So allowing them to see that right. it's natural to feel certain ways about certain things, but it doesn't last forever. So I think that that's good. And I, I was thinking about that because I know, you know, you're my cousin. So we've talked before. And I remember during the pandemic, I guess one of the the height, I guess the height of it, you went through a, you went through an employment transition. Right. And you had been with one company for a very long time. We're talking over 20 years. And you had to make the decision, you know, do I embrace this new opportunity or do I just stay where I am? Not necessarily happy, but do I want to take the chance and embrace this new position, the unknown, so to speak? Um, was it difficult for you to accept that new part of your life? So yes, let me clarify something. Um, during the pandemic, there was um, a layoff period. So I was without work for a good six months. I was looking for something else. I was one of the few people who did get called back, but it was a completely different situation than when I left before the pandemic. Um, they had to do some restructuring. 
and um, stuck with it for over a year. Um, but in the end, another opportunity was presented outside of the company that was indeed um, the one of the hardest decisions of my life. I actually cried <laughs> at the end of the exit interview because I just could not believe that I was, it felt like I was ending this huge chapter of my life at the same time. Yes, I was nervous about the new chapter, but I was not nervous enough to say no, if that makes sense. I couldn't do that. It was just like, this is something I've wanted for a long time. And someone has recognized again my skill set. And yes, there were emotions of, am I going to be enough? Can I do it? Like, well, apparently they think I can. Um, because I've wanted this somewhere inside, I knew that I could. And it's been now a year and a half later, and um, I'm enjoying it. It's 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 new. It's different. It's completely different from what I was used to. However, um, I'm learning so much. Not, my role has it, it's it's you know it's different perspective from before. I'm learning a whole lot of this new um, industry that I'm in. Not just that, I'm looking at all the things that I can do in the role that I have. Um, it's been interesting. It's been it's been a good challenge. It's a, I had someone where I read recently that said that a challenge can either be a stress a stressor or a strengthening thing. I can say. God, this has been more of a strengthening thing. I'm learning new things. And the things that I know I'm getting stronger in, it is not a stressor. So I'm very happy about that. I am happy about the change that I'm making. So, yes. I do think it's important to embrace, you know, what comes new. Even if you don't want to leave something behind, but it's time. You know, we always talk about seasons and you know, when it's, t- we've even done a chat titled, you have to know when it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, Kenyana, I have to reminisce for a moment. When we did that chat, we were with our cousin Dayborn. And I said in that chat, um, even when it comes to churches, and I said, but look, don't get any ideas. I love my church and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Two years later, who knew God would have me in another church. Mm-hmm. Like that was definitely God driven because I was really of the mindset, I will never leave this church. And so only he <laughs> could have gotten me out of you know my, my church home that I'd had for like 35 years. There's no way I was leaving. And so that's how you know, you know, when I started visiting this other church, it it, it it happened just because I was helping a choir sing. Like there's a choir that sings periodically and I would sing with them. But I found myself visiting even when I didn't have to sing with them. And I was like, okay, God, what are you doing? Like, what is happening here? And you know, it, it didn't take that long because, you know, I truly believe when God is doing it, you're going to get it. Like eventually you'll get it whether you want to or not. So while I say the transition was not, it's interesting because I'll say the transition wasn't easy, but it wasn't difficult. (laughs) You know what I mean? It wasn't difficult because I was where I was supposed to be. 
you know, like the new environment that I felt every time I walked in there, it was like, Donna, this is it. And all kinds of signs, but we could talk about that another day. But the part that was difficult was leaving the ties. Walking through that door. Walking through the door. Uh, I'll, I'll say walking away from the door that I had been familiar with for over 35 years. We're talking under that current, you know, the, my pastor's, well, the that pastor's leadership. We're talking 30 years under a certain, you know, under an individual's leadership. And you don't just believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't just... Is it, you know what I'm saying? Like he was such an integral part of our family that he is family, you know? So it's not like you're just leaving a building. You're leaving this individual who has had such an important role in your life to embrace what you have. You don't know what, I didn't know anybody there. I knew three people, <laughs> but, but I didn't go there for people. You know what I'm saying? But now that I'm there, I'm telling you, it's like family. Everybody's family. I'm in the choir. I'm in the women's ministry. Like, I'm really, it, it is really where I'm supposed to be right now. And I think that once I embrace that and just kind of settle with it, you know, settle with my pastor, we had a conversation. Like, everything just kind of worked out. It's almost kind of like when you get a new job or a new job opportunity, and you start doubting, well, should I take it? But then everything starts falling in place. Yes. Or you too take it, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like when you know, okay, this is what's supposed to be happening right now. Even though the other place has been great and you've grown and you've learned so much. Well, you know, some seasons do end. We always say that thing, uh, you know, some things are for a reason, season our lifetime. But when it's time to really accept the fact that a season is over and embrace a new one, sometimes it can be difficult. But, you know, here at Cousin Chat, we always like to leave you with something to think about. And so for me, the takeaway today would just be to embrace the new. Whatever that new is, even though that's the title, it's still the challenge. Embrace the new. Because you'll never know what is in front of you if you keep looking behind. It sounds cliche, but it is the truth. You will never know what opportunities or what new people you might meet or what new things, you know, are in store for you if you are constantly thinking about the past and living in the past. And I remember when, and they didn't do it like that. <laughs> Look, you have to move on. You have to embrace the new and just give yourself a chance to grow. Kenyana, do you have anything to add to the takeaway? No, I just would tell you that our bodies are designed to move forward. Our legs, our feet, everything faces in one direction. You have, it takes so much more effort to turn around or to keep turning around. So if you remember that you're designed to move forward, then move forward. That's it. That's the perfect way to end this chat today. Kenyana, thank you again for joining me. And if you want to follow Cousin Chat, and I hope you do, everyone, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also have a YouTube channel where you can see some of the videos I've already recorded with some marvelous people. If you go to my website, that's CousinChat.com. That's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. You'll see some more 
fabulous videos with some fabulous people that I've already interviewed. And plus, you'll get to know me and get a little bit more of the backstory of how Cousin Chat got its start. So, until we come back to our next Cousin Chat, think about all of that. <laughs> Be blessed, everybody. Bye-bye.